the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Get ready to take notes, because school is now in session. Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Mark Durkin. And welcome to Education America, where we are taking the steps to save the classroom so that we can save the country. Come along with us every Saturday night here at 6 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot, where K-12 education is the playing field and as the 16th president, Abraham Lincoln so rightly stated, he said, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Mm. I'm Mark Durkin, joined by my co-host and founder of Liberty Classical Academy, Rebecca Hegstrom. Yes, good evening once again. Nice to see you. Yes. Nice to see this wonderful panel of guests that we have joining us again to talk about the culmination of their education at Liberty Classical Academy. We're excited to dive into that uh, for this uh, second straight weekend. We sure are. And what we've been discussing is, is that it's easy to get intimidated when you consider that the thesis is the culmination of one's studies. When one thinks of a thesis, they just think senior year of college. Right. But no, a good thesis should reflect tremendous effort, creativity, sound moral, and logical reasoning. And specifically, the Liberty Classical Academy students' entire school experience should bring forth fruit over the course of the thesis, including critical thinking, in-depth research skills, persuasive writing, and excellent presentation skills. This event is the culmination of an entire K-12 education at the school, and it's the event in which strong rhetoric is on display, and Liberty juniors and seniors are ready to step out into adulthood with the tools they need to help make an impact on our culture and to help others distinguish between truth and lies. That's correct, yes, and such an important uh, part of their education. So joining us in studio tonight to help our listeners understand how a classical education thesis program prepares students to think well and to think for themselves is Liberty Classical Academy teacher, Mr. John Han. Hello. Thanks for having me back. It's good to be here. It's great to have you here. And just a fun little side note, your father was former Senator David David Han, Han, who is now the Minnesota Republican chair. Yeah, he's the chair of the GOP now. Yeah. And uh, he's... Got his hands full. Yes, yes yeah, he does. Oh, my goodness. He kind of inherited a disaster, it sounds like. Uh, yes. Uh, though bit. I don't really know anything about it, I just have heard. Um, but one thing that I do think is really important to note is that he got involved in politics because of his interest in education. Yes. And I just think it's really wonderful. I bet he's so pleased to see you um, teaching and being a part of the solution. Yeah, it's been a big part of... Uh, his life and and our life as a family growing up. I you know, he worked on the school board and the Eden Prairie School District for a long time and couldn't make the changes that needed to be made and so went and was got elected as a state senator and 
made a an attempt at governor even once and uh, is now working with the GOP and education really is like the Abraham Lincoln quotation that we heard mm-hmm. at the beginning. It's mm-hmm. so, so vital it to is. our culture and our nation. Yep. And I think people are starting because of COVID and all the online learning. I think more and more people are starting to really recognize that, which is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. Yeah. Well, Mr. Han is the rhetoric and Bible teacher at Liberty, and then the junior class recently completed their thesis projects tonight under his direction. Um, Madeline Scarporn and Lucia Miles join us in studio to share their experiences in completing their junior thesis. So welcome back, Madeline and Lucia. Yes. Thank you for having us again. Yeah, thanks again. Glad to have you back. And then uh, by telephone, we have Liberty Senior Lily M. She is um, with us. And then we have in studio Sam Chia. So welcome to both of you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. (laughs) Thanks you for having us again. Thank you. Yeah, all right, great. Well, we are going to discuss how your senior experience or how your experiences with your project last year helped prepare you for the challenges that um, you're meeting on this year's senior thesis. So um, go ahead and just jump right in Yeah, we're going to bring uh, Mr. Hand in to start things off for us again tonight. You know, I want to focus on the actual day of the junior thesis presentation. All the research has been done. The research paper is put together. Now it's time to... Uh, stand uh, before a panel of folks uh, to go ahead and give that presentation. You know, what elements does it contain and what are the purposes of those elements when we talk about um, the environment where the actual presentation takes place? Well, if you're familiar with the Lord of the Rings movies, there's the scene at the end with this big mountain of fire. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how I felt, Madeline? And it burns. <laughs> and they're getting ready to cast that ring into Mount Doom. They're, they're, it's been all building up to this point. And it really does feel like the moment of catharsis. Uh, for, for the juniors, they're entering into the library. They're all dressed up in their dress uniforms. And there's parents and peers and faculty and a panel of judges who are usually uh, theologians and pastors there. So this is a high-pressure high pressure moment, but it's also an opportunity. It's an opportunity for these students to, to share something of value. And I, I coach the students to uh, avoid saying thank you at the end of their speeches. And that might seem weird to say, but it, it does a paradigm shift in their head where instead of thinking about I'm burdening people with my presence here speaking. Right. To imagine I'm, I'm speaking in a way where maybe they would thank me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm bringing something of value, of, of goodness to them. So they have to they reach this point and they're presenting their speech and they have to present it from memory. The juniors get to have note cards to help them. Seniors do not. So it's just, it's just the student and the audience. Very little, mm-hmm. little in between there. And they, I encourage the students to not just have an invisible manuscript in their head, but to really internalize the ideas. And mm-hmm. that helps them then also respond to the questions in the, the defense portion where they have to, yeah, the, the judges will ask them questions and make them defend their ideas. But because of the internalization and all the work that they've been through, they can really test their mettle. They can really think while they're up there and, and respond and show what they've learned. Right. Mm-hmm. Really show, do, do they know their material? Exactly. Do they know their information? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the questioning, I don't know, if, are we getting into the, the judges and the questioning later? We're going to get into that a little later. Are we? Yep, okay, absolutely. okay, I'll let that go for, for now then. Um, John, as a key faculty member involved in the instruction and guidance when it comes to the thesis, what is or what are some of the different skill sets that you're trying to build in students with this assignment? Yeah, this is this is big because it's, bringing so many things together that 
the foundation that's been laid by other teachers and other elements in their life. But what we really want to see these students gain is and, and show is their capability. Mm-hmm. It's really, I think, self-governance on display where mm-hmm. they're honing their responsibility, their authority, their integrity and moral courage. I mean, these are important things for being an adult mm-hmm. and being mature. And I think from a Christian standpoint, it's also a really important part of living out one's uh, imago Dei, the image of God, mm-hmm. which uh, is as much as it is a, a definition of who, who you know, what we are, it's also a calling to what we ought to be like mm-hmm. and how we ought to live. Mm-hmm. And so in in the skills that they're gaining, these students are are honing in on intellectual honesty, making sure that they are not just straw manning the other side, mm. but really such an important yes. piece. And it's the hardest part because you get you get on one side and you want to have an axe to grind, but you have to. And in this project, they have to uh, examine the other side and they have mm. to articulate the other side's arguments. And really. It's not worth it without doing that because yeah. unless you're really encountering real ideas, uh, then you're just you know playing smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. It, just is, it doesn't mm-hmm. have as much meaning unless you're encountering the real ideas. Mm-hmm. So that intellectual honesty is a really important facet of this maturity and self-governance that we try to build in the program. And then, of course, there's just the, the hard skills of formulating arguments and, and public speaking. And all of it, though, I think helps them to have this capability, this power to take personal responsibility for advancing what is good and true and beautiful in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are such important skills. And I'm just kind of curious, John, um, with all of those in mind, what kind of growth do you end up seeing in the kids over the course of time? Yeah, I love seeing, especially in the juniors, the the terror at the beginning. <laughs> I'm <laughs> and, sure. And not sure if they can do this, but I know they can. And to encourage them along the way and to see them accomplish and see them realize, I can do this. Yeah. I can do this. I have this capability. I have this power to take responsibility and ownership for ideas and I can do something. Yeah. I can say something and have it be worthwhile. The confidence mm-hmm. is just huge. Absolutely. And we hear that about our students all the time from visitors or from people who know our kids. They'll say, boy, the students at Liberty, they're so confident. They're kind. They're respectful. Uh, and so we we know where a lot of this confidence is coming from as we listen to you today. Yes. Well, we're going to bring in our juniors mm-hmm. uh, into the conversation again this week. Uh, Madeline Scarphorn and Lucian Miles. Uh, most people don't have the experience in speaking in front of a group until they enroll in a public speaking course in college. I know that was my situation. <laughs> Mine too. When I was a freshman in yes, college. I, yep. And I and, was petrified just to speak. Oh, in front I was of too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And students at Liberty Classical Academy, they begin speaking in front of people in their kindergarten class, mm-hmm. which is just phenomenal. I mean, I, watching my daughters going through the program and yeah. my youngest, who's in first grade, going last year, it's just amazing to see how much he's grown in just one year. But describe for our listeners, what is it like standing in front of parents and peers and having judges evaluate months of research as you present and and defend your work? And we'll get more into the judges piece a little later on, but we'll we'll go ahead and start with Madeline. Well, if I'm being totally honest, I was really excited because for for the three days previous Thursday, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I actually was not at school. I was really sick and I felt awful. 
And so I was like really worried that I wouldn't be able to perform. And oh. I, I went to the doctor and I was like, I need these tests as soon as possible because I have this big thing at school and I can't <laughs> not be there. But um, yeah, I was definitely the most nervous about the paper mm-hmm. because I have been presenting for a while since fifth grade mm-hmm. and... I do I do mock trial too, so I present a lot in that. Okay. Oh, so good. one of the few skills I have confidence in is my speaking <laughs> ability. And um, I was more nervous for the speech than I was the defense as well. But probably because of your mock trial experience yes. again, right? Yeah, I yeah. think that you have to was think a, on your feet in mock trial, don't you? Yes, mm-hmm. and I think that was a very big part of it. But I was really excited because I had. The only person other than Mr. Han that had heard my speech up to that point was my mom. So my dad had not heard it. Oh. My sister hadn't heard it. And they were there to watch it. And so I was excited to present it for them mm-hmm. because yeah. other than my mom and Mr. Han, it was, it was my dog who really, <laughs> really suffered. I told him it 12 times Monday, and he was really over it by the end of that. <laughs> That's great. (laughs) How about you, Lucian? (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, unlike Madeline, I am much less confident in my public speaking ability. (laughs) Definitely something that I'm working on. But um, I really like that it's parents and peers that you're, you know, speaking in front of. And afterwards, like the junior thesis, we had a little reception afterwards. And so it's just, it's nice having an audience of people who, like, they they want to see you do well. Right. So knowing that. And then afterwards, like. Um, congratulating you. Um, I know I sometimes they'd say, like, you got to work on some stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) that must have come from the judges, not any of the audience, maybe, or maybe your own family. Yeah, my parents. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's improvements like that. Um, Like, yeah, we've been doing speech meets um, through like every year through lower and middle school. So it's great practice for stuff like this. Um, and I think it's a really great experience that I'm, 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 I was excited for it. It was a whole lot of work. Um, I was, and junior thesis, especially like you're working hard, like till the day of, yeah. So <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, you, you, there was no way I could prepare enough for it. Um, so it was very nice to go up there, give that speech and just the, the relief that you yeah. feel afterwards of. I, I did what I could do. Yeah. I did my best. Yeah. So that's excellent. It's, yeah, it's a great feeling. A sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so let's focus now uh, for a moment on the experience of standing before the judges that critiqued your work. Um, and again, we're going to stick with the juniors for now, and then we'll switch over to the seniors in a moment. But let's focus on um, sharing with um, our listeners the backgrounds, the professions of the judging panel for the junior thesis this is, and then what type of interaction you had with the judges during your oral presentation. Um, Madeline or Lucian, one of you want to start? Lucian, um, do you want to? Okay, go ahead. Oh, Madeline. That's well, fine. we went on different days. So we had... A different judge, and then one was the same, right? You had Mr. Secord yeah, as well? Yeah, we had yes. one judge shared. Okay. And mm-hmm. he was a pastor at a Baptist church, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Christ Bible Church. Oh, mm-hmm. never mind. Then. An evangelical church yeah. yes. of some kind. Mm-hmm. So we had him, and then I also had the priest at the church that our school is in who was a judge with us, and he was 
I really enjoyed him as a judge mm-hmm. too, but mm-hmm. he we did not share him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on the first day. Oh, he was not on the second day. Okay, no. I didn't remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of interaction did you feel like you had? So, while you're presenting to these judges and they're listening to you, they're watching you, they've already read their papers. You know, um, did you know? Did you sense from them? Like, did they agree with you or disagree with you? Or while they were questioning you, did you feel like they were tough on you? Father TJ, I definitely am aware of. He agreed with me, for sure. I took the pro side on my thesis, and uh-huh. he agreed with me. I'm not sure about our other judge. I'm not very good at reading people. That's not uh-huh. one of my strong suits. So uh-huh. I was just... I just didn't look at them while presenting. I was like, I'm going to ignore them and just look at everyone else here. And so I didn't try reading them that much mm-hmm. either. I decided mm-hmm. that was probably the best way to right. not get right. super nervous. Yeah. And so, um, Did you feel like the questioning was easy, fair, difficult? It went up. They started with, generally for the whole day, it seemed to be pretty simple questions, but then it got increasingly hard until they had like a challenging question. And I was like, oh, I didn't really think of that. I was just, I just chose these two points because mm-hmm. they just helped my paper. I didn't realize that they kind of didn't fully work together, but they supported mm-hmm. the points individually. Yeah. But that kind of threw me. And I, that was a challenging question for me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think. I don't remember the questioning very well. Yeah. yeah I just, just nervous. And yeah. Responding. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how about you, Lucian? I actually really enjoyed that part. I didn't like presenting my speech very much. <laughs> not great public speaking, but I don't know what it was, but I really liked the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the judges were really nice about everything. Um, there wasn't much like tension or anything, but they still like challenged you. They made sure that you knew your stuff and they even like kind of like helped you. So like my topic was friendship and, uh, one of the judges asked, like, like, do you know what book of the Bible has the most friendship in it? Like Proverbs. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'll, <laughs> like, look into stuff like that. So they mm-hmm. give you, like, you know, helpful tips and stuff like that. Um, it's just kind of a nice kind of conversation. Like, in each question kind of, like, just leads to another, and it just kind of keeps going. I thought it felt very natural. And um, while they were testing you on, like, uh, how you could think well and stuff like that, like I said, they also they help you. They tell you how you can improve if, if you ever looked into the certain source or something. I thought I really liked that part That's of the good. Speech, yeah. That's good. I think you're one of the first people that has told me that their favorite part of the thesis is the defense. Really? <laughs> so good for you. That's that's great. That says a lot about your preparation, too. You felt prepared for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and lots of constructive guidance, it sounds like. I mean, yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. input from the judges to say, hey, here's how you can be made better, mm-hmm. too, is giving that information. Mm-hmm. And again, with the junior thesis being on a theolo- controver- controversial theological topic, um, the judges are um, ordained um, ministers of some kind. And so that way they've got that background in theolo- theology to be able to really kind of some of some of the topics they knew a lot about. And they they were able to really challenge the kids in on some of the topics. So. Yeah, it. Uh, some have considered the junior thesis in some ways tougher than the senior thesis mm. because with the senior thesis, we get people who are lawyers and uh, very knowledgeable in argumentation. But the senior thesis the topic can vary so broadly. With the junior thesis, we get 
real experts yeah. on their yes. topics. Yeah, and so yeah. that makes the questioning more pointed and, uh, yeah, like you said, Mark, very constructive. Yes. Mm-hmm. It helps the students realize, oh, yeah, yeah, there's this other part of this, <laughs> right, that it's never fully done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can always be learning more and mm-hmm. honing our ideas. And, and you hear of the accomplished backgrounds of the judges, so mm-hmm. obviously when they're speaking – you're going to listen because they know, you know, they have the experience to talk about what they're talking about. Yeah. I, sure. I definitely went into this. Having been one of my best friends was a senior last year. So I was told repeatedly that the junior thesis is, good, is like harder. And I was huh, told that a few times. Okay. So I went, I'm not as nervous as a su- senior thesis. Thinking ahead, I'm sure okay, I will be first, yeah. like then, <laughs> but I'm because they don't know about the topic as mm-hmm, much as you do, mm-hmm, and so the judges. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's that's great, Madeline. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, let's bring the seniors into this. Um, we're going to uh, bring Lily in uh, over the telephone. You know, as you reflect, Lily, on your experiences on presenting the junior thesis, what were some of the challenges that you faced? Um, as you sought to defend the particular position that you had chosen for that thesis, and also speak to the challenges that the judges themselves brought before you as you presented, and and how did you handle those challenges on the fly? Yeah, so as far as prepping for the defense, uh, I was definitely very nervous about that. I I can't say I agree with Lucian. That was probably not (laughs) my favorite part. Um, But, you know, because I I was so nervous for this because, you know, I like to know what's going on, and you don't know what's coming your way. They can ask you any questions. So I prepped so much for the defense. I, like, went down every rabbit hole possible <laughs> in my thesis, so I was ready um, for anything that they would throw my way. There was still, like, a question or two that um, I wasn't super prepared for, but I think that that background check beforehand was extremely helpful, especially when it came to Bible verses, because one of the biggest challenges for me, and I think for a lot of the juniors, was that when you're doing these theological topics, there are usually Bible verses that seem to support both sides, mm-hmm. um, because otherwise, you know, it wouldn't as be as much as, of a conversation. But because mm-hmm. there are Bible verses on both sides that seem to support both sides, you need to be ready to defend your view. Why did you go with these ones over this one? And so one of the really significant Bible verses that um, came up that seemed to contradict mine was Hebrews 6, 4 through 6. Mm. And so I spent a lot of my time uh, learning to uh, interpret this Bible verse. And and that ended up being one of my questions. One of the questions the judges asked me, well, how, how do you look at your thesis in regards to this Bible verse? And so because of that background, and I think Mr. Hannon actually, um, that had been one of the questions he had prepped me for beforehand too, mm. which was really helpful. Yeah. Um, I was able to answer that and um, that made it a lot less, a lot less stressful. But the judges did. They asked a lot of great questions. Um, and for me, a lot of them were um, biblically, biblically based on Bible verses. Mm-hmm. Good. How about you, Sam? So uh, in constructing my junior thesis, uh, the biggest challenge for me was definitely the grind. I said this last year when I was on here. You know, I during that phase, uh, I had a post-it note up against the wall that where my tables was faced that says in all caps, biggest letters ever, why? And that was just, (laughs) and I still have it up there right now. And that is to remind myself, I am doing this thesis to to, um, uh, strengthen my faith and to show people that I am a believer and that I can defend my faith when need be. Mm -hmm. And 
when and the, the another problem I faced when was in actually judging. It was mm-hmm. it's one of Mr. Hans's dad's question. Yeah. And I I had not thought about this before. But I I believe the question was along the lines of is let's say someone was uh, did not sin at all, but mm-hmm. all he all this person did was just was a uh, steal maybe, you know, a water bottle or something. Mm-hmm. And that was the only sin. Does he deserve? Does he deserve to go to hell for that? Mm-hmm. And I had not thought about that before, <laughs> and it was really challenging. Yeah. And I thought that how how I answered it was um, uh, very well on the spot there because ba- because of my uh, strong research that I did, and that's what helped me through. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, that what that's what should help most people through their questioning and in front of the judges is their research and all the preparation they did and evaluating both sides and seeing the pros and cons of both sides mm-hmm. and not just looking at the, the side that you're defending. Exactly. And that goes back to what Mr. Han said earlier, where you really have to internalize it, right? It can't just be a memorized speech. You have to really internalize the topic and, and your arguments and the counter arguments. Yeah. Um, so Lily and Sam, as you have uh, the opportunity to look back on the two years of your experience surrounding the thesis, explain for our listeners how the full experience over your junior and senior years is preparing you for your future academic plans and goals as you're getting ready for college. And Lily, when you address this, talk a little bit too about the Speaking Proudly event that you won first place in just a few months ago. Yeah. Okay. So One thing for me is as I'm applying to colleges, I've heard a lot about um, honors colleges. I've gotten into a lot of the honors colleges. And for them, their big culmination of, you know, the college experience in the honors college is a thesis. And I've looked at these requirements, and they don't seem much different than our senior thesis. And so I think that going into that, you know, I'll have already done this twice. Mm -hmm. And so I think that will be so helpful in college. Mm -hmm. And it. It'll be helpful in the rest of my life, too, and it already has been, like the Speaking Proudly competition I did in October. I learned about it through uh, Mrs. Smith at school, and going into that, I didn't, we don't have a speech team, I wasn't on debate, and I was going against a lot of girls who were captains of their debate team, captains of their speech team, and so talking to them, I was like, oh, I don't have the same experience, but then I remembered, you know, I have this education that the rest of them don't have, and it really really helped prepare me. I was one of the only people that articulated both sides, like Mr. Han was saying earlier. And um, that was one of the comments I got from the judges is that, you know, you showed a wisdom beyond your years because you were able to see both sides of the issue. And that's something I learned from Liberty. And it was one of the reasons that I did end up winning the competition. And then, you know, speech meet and all that um, definitely helped prepare me for that, for that moment. And it was, it was absolutely amazing. Wonderful. Sam, we only have a little bit of time left, but how about you? Can you address that same question of um, how it's preparing you for your future college plans? Yeah, like so like Lily said, a lot of colleges, as you approach your junior and senior year, you are uh, required to do a thesis to culminate your college experience also. And and having uh, to do a, a junior thesis already in high school, that prepares me for the future, not only uh, when talking about these uh, other worldviews, but also do it based on a Christian foundation. That mm-hmm. is the junior thesis. Yeah, that's so good. So important. Mr. Hand, I just want to ask you in conclusion here uh, rather quickly. You know, Why is the ability to support opinions with logical analysis so important for students as they move on to engage the culture? Well, what you just said there, supporting ideas with logical analysis, that's the bread and butter of rhetoric, which is the final phase of learning. And Rhetoric is a persuasive endeavor over a coercive one. 
coercion is the way of children. Manipulation, shouting, hitting, <clears throat> canceling. <clears throat> um, it's the way of children. <laughs> and right. in the thesis program, we want to encourage and challenge our students to rise above that. We don't want our kids to get woke up. We want them to get grown up. Mm, and so we it. challenge them and encourage them to speak and write and think and persuade like grown men and women. And in doing so, they, they gain the power, they earn the power to take responsibility for advancing what is good, true, and beautiful in this world. Mm. Well, on that note, I can't think of a better note to end on. Um, thank you so much for that great summary, Mr. Han, John Han. Thank you to all you students and thank best you. wishes to all of you for your future endeavors. Thank you, Mark. Have a good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.